Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Divine Your Life podcast. My mission in this podcast, in this life, in my job is to help align the mind and body with deep healing so you can access your truth and your power and divine your life. I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do, please share, like, comment, review all the things. I appreciate you so much. And let's dive right in. What are y'all doing? Where are y'all at? (laughs) Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, thank you for being here with me. I just want to dive into it today. Like, let's just get into it. I want to talk a little bit about rest, and I'm not talking sleep. Because let's be really real, sleep is not always restful if you have a busy mind, right? In fact, I don't even think you can get into realm sleep without soul rest. So I'm talking about the kind of rest that requires us to be intentional, to close down, to shift gears, to allow ourselves to be out of overdrive and deeper into a present state. And then I want to talk about the benefits, like what that actually does to our physical bodies, when we actually get into this kind of rest. And I'm, again, not talking about a nap. (laughs) I'm talking about an intentional stillness. Talking about the nothingness. So anyway, let's just get into it, right? I want to dive into that. And then at the end of the episode, if you have a minute, if you're not doing 5 million other things, (laughs) which would literally define this episode, then... Take three minutes with me to close your eyes. I'm going to drop into a guided meditation just so that we can really put this to practice, put this to work, and allow you to feel what stillness and the rest I'm referring to today actually feels like. So hang around for that. I'll put it at the end so you can replay it later or stop what the heck you're doing for three minutes and drop in with me. (sighs) We live in a society where the force... The hustle, the grind is literally glorified. And we don't spend an equal time resting, simply, right? So this episode really is about how can we slow down? What does that mean? What does that do for our bodies? And why the heck do we need to? Because I know a part of you is already resisting and contracting at the idea of stillness, which is exactly why you need it. I've been in a season of rest. I've been in a season of feeling really what I thought was unmotivated, unproductive, and lazy, but was really just me needing to get still to understand my intuition, my alignment, to quit praying to God. If you're spiritual, it's like the part of us that prays, 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 asks, 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 and then never stops to receive right? Like if we never stop to receive, we're just go, 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 pray, 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 request, request. And we then never get to actually experience and receive the goodness, right? And actually see if what we're praying for is even in alignment. Like there's just so much busyness. And when I was in the process of unlearning that stillness did not equate laziness, I first had to acknowledge this higher achiever part of me. Like The part of me that needed to prove myself to others or to myself 
right? The part of me that operated in an energy of searching, seeking validation and approval, like a really highly masculine energy of like, I have to, to do list things to do. And what I realized is that all it comes down to is we as humans need two things. We need safety and we need freedom. So the high achiever part of us equates more work to more safety and freedom. It's a roundabout way of us thinking we get our needs met, (laughs) right? So we have to understand that that part of us that keeps us going and then identify what the actual need is and know that we're not actually giving it the need, right? I think if we reflect on, let's do this, reflect on a part of your life where you've achieved something that you worked really hard for. And while I'm sure in that present moment, it was really exciting and you were probably celebratory, there was a huge part of you underlying or consciously that thought, what's next, (laughs) right? Like now what? So even if we achieve all this quote unquote success, we're constantly even then like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And we live in this sympathetic state of go, 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 go. And we just never slow down and stop. We have to learn to rest. We have to learn to rest. An association to our needs is the most important thing to reclaiming them, but it also allows us to understand and identify why these habits are formed and what we are actually trying to meet, like what need we're actually trying to fulfill and that we're going about in a really unhealthy way. And when we're doing this, it's the mind driving, right? It's it's like this endless cycle of mind chaos and chatter and getting busier and, be- and busier, but our needs are never actually getting met. Right. And then, like I said in the beginning, like when I say the word stillness or rest and how we need it, I know that there's a contraction in the system. Right. For me, thoughts start to fire and I almost get anxious in the attempt to rest. It's it's uncomfortable. Many of you know, I, my boyfriend Cole, we're dating, right? And this is a funny example, but he opens the car door for me every single time in or out of the car. It's his thing. (laughs) I love him for it. He opens the door. If we're going to the gas station or on a hot day, it doesn't matter. He opens the door for me to get in the car. He waits, gets out, opens the door for me to get out of the car. And at first I was like, why? We have places to do, things to be, (laughs) things to be in places to do. (laughs) You get me? And, you know, it, I realized in that moment like I've been highly aware of this part of me, but I it wasn't until it re- was required to put into action that I realized how bad it was. <laughs> like in the three seconds it takes for him to get out of his door and come around to mine was so contracting at first. Like why aren't we just getting out and going to the gym? We only have 30 minutes. And I just, it made me realize like this is how I live my life. On to the next thing, on to the next thing. I can't even sit in a car for three seconds to let the person I love come around and honor me by opening the door. It was like this huge epiphany for me. Again, I had this awareness. I understood the mental part got it, right? Like I was starting to learn that we were in this go, go, go society that may not be real, but it wasn't until that moment that I really had to practice it again and again and again. And again, it was three seconds. Like we live in this culture where we just want things instantaneously, right? You go and pick something on Amazon shipping. You're not going to pick five to seven business days when you could pick overnight. Duh. Like we are so impatient, right? And even in our dating phase, he would ask to watch a movie and I would just like, 
there is so much I could be doing. I could be doing so much. Oh my gosh, I could be doing so much. And it's like, what? Like, I just couldn't get present for the life of me. And the story that I had and was telling myself was I couldn't rest because I have stuff to do. I was so ungrounded. And when I learned that being present is an art and that doing nothing and being still with ourselves and savoring the moments where we're so present and so aligned can literally change everything allowed me to hold this nothingness with a knowing that it was probably the most productive thing I could do in that moment. And the toggle is really tough. Like the toggle between productivity and then stillness is tough. So what we do instead is we need to weave in moments of rest and expect it and incorporate rest into a place that we get into every day. Like literally creating white space in our calendar, in our life, right? And not filling it, but honoring that. I think the most productive thing we could all do today is sit on a chair and and stare at a blank wall for three minutes. I double dog dare you to try to set a timer for three minutes to stare at a blank wall and see how incredibly challenging that is. Like listen to the urges that come up in your body. The disease of like shallow thoughts that swarm your mind. They're like, what are you doing? You should be doing so much. What are you doing right now? What is productive about this? There's nothing productive about this. And your mind just takes over. And that's the space we live in every single day. Think about that. When you stop and stare at a wall for three minutes and that mental peace that is driving your emotions and your mind and your body, that is what we are living in every single day before we connect to the body. Before we have such a strong grounding and sensation of knowing and confidence of who we are, that we only do things that are in pure alignment and with such intention, then we otherwise are completely corrupted by the mind. The mind, which by the way, acts on history and memories and past, right? Like the mind, any mental shift we have is so nuanced and so quick that it takes us right back to the habitual places we've been. It's not until we get into our bodies and create an actual change in our energy, in our frequency, in our state, in our posture, that things will change, right? Three minutes will feel like 30. (laughs) Mm, But it's the resting and the nothingness where intuitive thoughts can flow through. Like I said earlier, if you're religious and you're the only place you talk to God is when you pray and then you get up and go and you never spend any time to receive, then we get pissed off and kick rocks when we don't get it. But we never made space for it. The most intentional things, the hits from the spirit, they come in the stillness, but we have to create these moments. I swear the f- slower I move, the faster things unfold for me. I've been working in such a hyper-masculine state in my business, always driving me and creating checklists and to-dos, equating hustle to more success and success equated to grinding and time equating to productivity. And I'm like, who even came up with this anyway? They're wrong. (laughs) I swear an intentional six hours of work and four hours of rest and reading and the things that I do to get into stillness is 10 million bajillion times more impactful than 10 disconnected scattered hours of quote unquote work. Like the disconnect in the corporate world and the 
the nervous systems of these workers that are overworked and unattached and in robotic notion are so unacceptable, honestly. I want you to just settle into the knowing that you are so capable of accessing a higher awareness of well-being if all if you could just spend some time getting to know that part of you. <laughs> Am I getting my point across? I'm really just kind of going all over the place. We're fighting against programming. We're fighting against our inner critic. We're fighting against society. It's not easy. So when we do this, we have to be gentle, kind, and compassionate with ourselves. We have to liberate energy for deeper states of rest. We're fighting against the mind and the history and the memories it's created to manifest the reality we're living in. And I've been saying this a lot, so I want to go into that even more. I want to take that a step further. We cannot only work on the mindset piece. I love mental health. Please know this. I love mental health. It is the catalyst to my growth. And I have done millions of things. I have listened to so many podcasts, read so many books, and so many meditations. I've done so many things that have created shifts in my mindset, right? Like you have those epiphany moments. (laughs) Have you ever listened to a crazy good podcast or went to a conference or mastermind and been so freaking hyped? I mean, the energy is so big and so loud that you seriously think you're going to walk out of that room with a completely changed life. And then in two weeks, you look up from your desk, same desk you were at before the conference and doing the same exact thing. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) What happened? What happened? The, The body didn't change. The body is always trying to create congruence with what the body believes and what's in our reality, right? So like our mind can shift and we can get a good idea and it's going to do nothing if the body isn't on board, creating a frequency, creating an energy to be congruent with that thought. We have to shift the consciousness of the body. If we want to feel better, we have to be better feelers. We cannot live solely from the mind. And it's in the stillness And in those exercises that we can do in the stillness that reminds the body and brings back the mind-body connection so we can actually create a sustainable change. Like what if your job was just to feel amazing? (laughs) Like how would your life change? If everything you did was exciting and lit you up and you had this sense of knowing and worth and you just lived in a way and carried yourself in a way that your body and mind were completely connected and intuitive. And you began to actually thrive and not just survive. Think about what's possible when we release who we thought we were based on our mental repetition and the habits we've created over and over and over and over and stepped into a reality where we actually come back to our truth, our inner knowing. We're so still and so intentional. Every thought that comes out is thought through. We're not running around like chickens with our heads cut off. You have to be willing to break away from where you came from, though, in order to create something brand new. And to go on a tangent right there, your past, by the way, does not define you. I'm sure if I sat down with each of you over coffee, you could literally make me cry in five seconds with your stories, (laughs) right? We all have so many struggles. This is part of the human experience. And the direction we are going is not based off of where we've been. If you listen to my episode 11, I think it was, I talk all about my story. 
can you imagine if I stayed stuck and stagnant in those defining moments, those heartbreak moments that just changed the trajectory of my life? If I just focused on that, I would stay right there and honestly probably manifest those same occurrences to happen in other forms all over and over and over again. If we look at our current reality and think that where we're at right now today is at all connected to our future, you're wrong, right? The moment right now is a manifestation of everything that came before you, but you're not defined by everything that came before you. You are creating a new reality with your energy in this exact moment right here listening to this podcast. So if you desire bigger, but only think bigger and don't inform the universe through your energy, it won't transpire. You have, to f- you have to feel the sensations. You have to create a big enough energetic container to hold the things you want. You can't just think your way there. If we could think our way there, think about how much trouble we'd get in. Oh my gosh, the whole world would be rich. Driving Porsches, living in mansions. <sighs> There's a difference between those who understand this component that we can do mental shifts all day long. And that's why it takes eight months or 21 days of a habit or eight months of gratitude to get into a space of really understanding gratitude because the mental thing takes repetition, repetition. You have to build a completely new habit. And while that's true and while that's valuable, it's a lot quicker if you allow the space and time to create an intention in your brain and then get your body on board and start driving from a place of intuition rather than mental. It's hard to do. It's taken me a long time but it's so possible. If we have this beautiful vision that we're creating and then we just try to figure out all the details, we're we're losing the energy. We start to grip control. We go into mental spirals. If we can hold a vision, close our eyes and get into the energy of that, releasing the how, then we'll get there so much faster. What I said earlier, I swear the slower I go, the faster things unfold. The moment I surrender and release and slow down and I'm intentional, I know what I'm doing and I'm not just running around crazy, things happen and it's it's honestly, it's humorous. I want to do this now. I wanted to do this later, but I want to do this now. I want you to take three minutes, three minutes, and I want you to drop in wherever you are if you're driving or doing something different. You can still do this. Don't close your eyes though. Or come back to it later. But let's do this. Let's close our eyes for a moment. Let's do a little time machine. Say it's June 28th, 2023. Imagine yourself waking up. Imagine yourself waking up in soft sheets. And with your eyes remaining closed, blink your eyes open in this vision. Look around at what you see, what your house looks like. Say there's a big window somewhere in your room, and what are you looking out onto? And as you get out of bed and your feet touch the floor, whatever it is, hardwood floor, carpet, tile, you slowly walk to the big, beautiful bathroom that you have in your big, beautiful master bedroom, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror. And you feel so confident. You look at yourself and you are in your highest form, healthiest state, doing the thing that you love the most. And you're pumped for the day. You're pumped for the day because you're visualizing yourself in the business that you love. 
You live on purpose. Think about like who's around you, who's in your house, who's making coffee, what's happening, right? Just being so still in this moment, looking at yourself in one year from now, living the life that you desire, the life that you're working so hard for right now that could come with such ease if you just get yourself into this. What does it feel like? What does it feel like to be free of the anxiety and the chaos and be living in a space where work is easy, money is flowing, love is flowing? Everything that you're working towards right now is just there. This is such a short excerpt, but as you blink your eyes open, I'm sure you felt relaxed, right? Like in two, that wasn't even three minutes. That was two minutes and 30 seconds and two minutes and 30 seconds of you just slowing down, closing your eyes and picturing this version of you that's really content and slow and still and intentional. It feels so good. So do that. (laughs) We have to be that. To close out, I want to share a few things that I love to do to get in this actual restful position. And first and foremost, it's always breath work. Another word, breath work, has the word work in it because there is some work that is done. But three to five minutes of breath work. And if you need guidance on this or you need an app, I got you. I happen to work for the company, (laughs) the best company. But breath work seriously gets me into a state in under five minutes that is so serene. It's like I feel high on life. It's so beautiful. It's this presence that just creates such an intentional grounding in my body. It's my favorite thing ever. Second to that would be going outside. (laughs) Just getting so freaking still and just staring at nature. It's so intoxicating and it always reminds me of how small I am. Like I look at a tree and I'm like, man, that tree is not worried about burning down and becoming paper. It just is. (laughs) It's just a tree. It just canopies 120 feet wide shade over me. It just has roots 100 feet into the ground that supports microorganisms. It just blooms and blossoms and goes through the seasons. It never doubts or worries about dying. It just is. It just does its job with grace. It's just present. It's just still. Like I know that that's a whole different metaphor, but really get into nature. Get into the energy of the beautiful abyss that is nature that you are connected to. I also love a good bath. <laughs> like I romanticize my mornings. I light candles. I light sage. I pour myself a warm cup of coffee. I make it perfect just how I like it. I open up my door and I let the breeze flow through, right? Like I'm intentional. I wake up 30 minutes early to set a 30-minute limit for me to be intentional and still. Slow music, hammocks, baths, coffee, sitting on the porch, putting your feet in grass. Find out what it is for you. I challenge you this week to pick three things that make you feel alive, present, connected to the bigger, divine, if it's God for you, if it's the universe for you, your higher self, whatever it is for you that's bigger than you, whatever makes you feel connected to that, I really want you to write three things down and then do all three of them this week. I just, I'm so passionate about this because coming out of this season of rest, I know that I wouldn't be in the mindset and the embodiment and the alignment that I'm in right now if I didn't really, really, really take the time to rest like I did. I haven't even had energy to show up on social media and post things. It's like my favorite thing to do is connect with you all on social media. I haven't had energy. I don't want to, truly, because I wanted to get so 
authentic and aligned with what am I even doing? Why am I doing this, right? We have to question like, why are we doing this? What is the need that I'm not meeting personally that I'm trying to over, what's the word? I'm like overcompensating, I guess, in a work manner or a busyness manner. If it's validation, switch that to fulfillment. Get fulfilled. If it's safety, get safe in your own body. If it's approval, approve yourself. (laughs) Like whatever need you're not attending to, it'll just grow bigger and get crazier and out of control and hairier if you don't take the time to focus on it right now. I love you all so much. And I know that this was a scattered podcast, but I just want to remind you to just be still and just to honor yourself in the rest and in the nothingness when it comes and when it calls your name to listen to it. You're not lazy, right? The reason that we're so tired is because our systems are so overworked trying to stay in this fight or flight all day long. And then we get frustrated at the fact that we're tired because we've been in fight or flight all day long. Rest. Take a weekend to rest. Be sober and rest. Get still and rest. Set a timer for three minutes and stare at a blank wall and just see, just witness the chaos that goes on when you do that. Like just watch, just watch what comes up, watch what your body does, watch how it feels. It feels contracting, it feels awkward, it feels unsettling. Just acknowledge that that is our life. (laughs) That's the life we've created for ourselves where three minutes feels far too long to be not doing something productive. And that intentionality will start to create a shift in you. You'll start to learn the sensations that come in your body when you ask for stillness and then you'll start to be able to rewind and undo all of that you've created there. My whole point of this podcast and every episode is just to remind you how amazing and immaculate and limitless you are as a human being. It's not to stress you out. (laughs) It's just to remind you that you are so worthy of this peace and this inner knowing and that you can access it at any moment. You have the full capacity to do so. I love y'all. Share this episode with someone that you think is hyperactive, someone that you think needs to take a deep breath. A deep breath and a moment of stillness and a moment of solitude and a moment to, to just understand that this go, go, go part of us is only trying to meet a need. That's all. And we can meet the need in other ways. Y'all are the best. Thank you for sharing this. I'll see you next week. I have a special guest on, so stay tuned. Bye-bye. Ooh, snap. <laughs> Be really honest with y'all. I got so carried away in that episode, I forgot about the meditation at the end. So here it is. Okay. Hopefully you came back to this out of time or hopefully wherever you are even if it's difficult for you and every part of you wants to keep doing what you're doing (laughs) take three minutes or like five minutes to get still in your body with me just start by closing your eyes dropping your shoulders doing a quick body scan starting from the top of your head Scanning your forehead, noticing any tension. If thoughts come up, just allowing them to come and pass. Reminding yourself that anything you were doing before this and anything that you have to do after this is irrelevant to this moment right now. 
bringing this awareness down your face, softening your jaw, noticing if your tongue is at the top of your mouth, dropping it, bringing your awareness down your throat, noticing if it's feeling contracted and seeing if you can loosen and open and expand your throat muscles. Moving now down your chest, relaxing the back of your neck, releasing your shoulders. Moving now down into your heart space, just noting what's alive, where there's energy, where there's tension, where there's tightness. Moving now down the body, down the arms, into the stomach, noticing if there are butterflies there, if there's energy there, or if it feels peaceful, not trying to change or manipulate anything, just allowing it all to be here. Moving down now into the pelvic region, if you're sitting, noticing where your glutes are on the surface beneath you. Seeing if you can envision the surface beneath you coming up to support you rather than you weighing on it. And now just taking your awareness to the top of your thighs, to the back of your knees, down your shins, down your toes, and out through your feet. Just paying attention now to the rhythm of your breath. Noticing if it's fast or slow. If the air is moving in and out of your nose or through your mouth. Being really present in this moment. Asking yourself, what's alive in me right now? What is the leading feeling alive in me right now? What does my system need from me? What have I not been paying attention to that's been trying to get my attention? Where have I been spinning my wheels and hustling and putting my worth into to-do list rather than into my innate worth, my inner knowing? How can I bring myself back to this moment more often? How can I create the space to hear my intuition, to actually feel into my body and what it needs? <sighs> Breathing into the spaces of tightness and tension now, wherever it is most prominent, just take a big inhale, sending oxygen to break up that energy and expand that space. Taking three deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. And on this last inhale, holding it at the top. Again, relaxing your shoulders, your neck, your jaw, your forehead, your abs and blowing that air out. 
being in the nothingness for just a moment and seeing what that feels like. I'm going to end this episode here, and if you'd like to continue to be in this episode, I so encourage you to do so. And if you go about your day, I invite you so wholeheartedly to come back to this space whenever you need it, knowing that you always have access to it. I love you, my dear friends. Have an amazing rest of your week.